Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, Pastor Harris preaches a message on Matthew chapters 24 and 25. This teaching by Jesus was in response to the disciples' question regarding the end times. Please listen to today's portion of this week's message entitled, The Olivet Discourse. Can I tell you the physics of the the powers of the heavens shaken? No. But look at this. And then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in the sky. And now people have taken off on that. Well, what's the sign of the Son of Man? That's the sign of Jesus. It's going to be a giant cross that shows up in the sky. No, it's not. It's going to be Jesus in His glory, which is indescribable brilliance of light among countless other phenomena. And then... All the tribes of the earth will mourn. All those people who rejected him, who followed the Antichrist, Jesus shows up and there's going to be a collective, oh no. They're going to be mourning that they were wrong. Look at this. And they they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of the sky with power and great glory. And he will send forth his angels with a great trumpet, and they will gather together his elect. Those are the ones who believed during those seven years. Gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end of the sky to the other. And then, having announced that that's what it's going to be like when he comes back, Jesus gives several illustrations, the rest of chapter 24, explaining how you need to be ready. And there's a recurring theme. Matthew 24, verse 36. But of that day and hour, no one knows. Not even the angels of heaven, nor the Son, but the Father alone. When Jesus had not yet ascended to the Father, he didn't know what day that was going to be. Is that amazing? That he humbled himself and actually abdicated elements of his omniscience. And it's interesting, when you get into the book of Revelation, later on, it doesn't say no longer that he doesn't know. (laughs) That's just an interesting sidelight. Matthew 24, verses 42 to 44. Therefore, be on the alert. Name all your kids Gregory, because that comes from the Greek word for alert, especially if you don't want your babies to sleep. Name them Gregory. Be on the alert, for you do not know which day your Lord is coming. But be sure of this, that if the head of the house had known at what time of the night the thief was coming, he would have been on the alert and would not have allowed his house to be broken into. For this reason, you be ready too, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour when you do not think he will. Be ready. There's this overview of the time of the end that leads up to the second coming. It's the first 18 verses of Matthew 24. 
There's the description, or verse 28, I should say. There's the second coming itself, and a few parables after it, 24, 29 to 51. And then chapter 25, when you compare it to the rest of the Olivet Discourse, it's a lot easier to understand. It's not a whole bunch of details. It's not a whole bunch of connections to specific prophecies that are all uh, tugged together there. Um, Chapter 25 has just three main paragraphs. 25, 1 through 13 deals with the future of the unprepared. Remember the story of the virgins awaiting the bridal feast? Half of them prepared, half of them not prepared. The lesson is clear, 25.13. Be on the alert then, for you do not know the day of the hour. Then there's chapter 25, verses 14 through, uh, through 30. That's the parable of the talents. And that doesn't mean my talent is tap dancing and yours is playing the fiddle or whatever. A talent is a, is a, is a weight, a, a measure of, of silver or gold. It's, it's, a, it's a, a study of stewardship, if you will. The parable of the talents is a great warning that all of mankind is going to fall into one of two categories when the king comes. You're either going to be a good and faithful servant or you're going to be a wicked and lazy servant. And it too ends with a powerful, sobering warning. Chapter 25, verse 30. And cast out that worthless slave into the outer darkness in that place. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Jesus comes. There are those that have believed. There are those who have not believed. They're going to be separated. That's the destiny of the ones who are not believing. And then chapter 25, verses 31 to 46 is the description of the judgment at the time of Christ's return. This is the famous sheep and goats judgment. In this judgment, all who are alive on the earth at that time are going to be separated into two groups. We already saw he's going to send his angels to gather his people from the four winds. While other angels are going to gather all the others. Believers are pictured as sheep. Unbelievers are described as goats. And this section's final uh, words is yet another warning. Matthew 25, verse 46. And these, the goats, will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. Now, we're studying all this. And, and God is still alive and well, and there are still miracles like I'm done, and there's another minute and a half left. Um, I want you to get this, get this big picture there. Scott's going to fill in a lot of connective tissue to these data points along the way that I have given to you. But the whole point is, be ready. Know what God's Word says. Be ready. You don't know. A friend of mine... Uh, said the other day that his son asked him to spell the word, how to spell the word wrong. He gave him a hint and he told his son to go look it up in the dictionary. Son came back to him a few minutes later with the dictionary open. He found it, W-R-O-N-G, figured out the silent W thing. And then he said, Dad, who's this man whose picture is next to, next to the word wrong. 
He said, oh, that's Hal Lindsey, who is a famous evangelical false prophet of 60 years ago. He wrote a book taking this scenario, and he did a screwball interpretation of a couple of uh, arbitrary takes that are slight possibilities of could-be-maybes, what-ifs, and he wrote a book that basically said that the rapture had to happen no later than the fall of 1988, which meant the tribulation had to happen no later than the fall of begin no later than the fall of 1981, which meant, um, well, he was wrong, dead wrong, with the same Bible we have, and the same data points that we have. The point is. No one knows the day of the hour. When somebody tells you the date, you have a false teacher on your hands, get yourself away. If you have a chance to to expose them, expose them. They're wrong. They're dead wrong. Jesus could come before we are out the door tonight and take his entire church to be with him in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye. And it might not happen until my great-grandchildren are preaching the gospel somewhere. No one knows the day or the hour. Don't sit around trying to figure out the time of the end times events. You're going to be wrong. Learn the lesson. Be ready. And the important issue, the crucial issue, above everything else is, Are you ready right now to die? It doesn't have to be the rapture. It could be an aneurysm that doesn't let you get out the door tonight. Are you ready to face God? Or are you ready for the end of the world to come? Are you ready for these horrible things to begin? Are you looking forward to the coming of the Lord? Do you want more than anything else to see Him face to face? Don't put it off. We're not here just to learn prophecy charts and just to memorize Bible verses and just to be able to win arguments against people that have different views about how all these end times things are going to, come out, are going to happen. It's all about You be ready. Be ready. Let's pray. Father, there is only one way that we, any of us, are ready, can be ready, could ever be ready, and that is to be standing in your grace, clothed in the righteousness of your Son, Jesus Christ, blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in him. Oh, Father, stir up in us the excitement, the motivation to proclaim this good news. There are people we love, Father, who aren't in Christ. Please use us to speak the truth in love, and we pray that their hearts might be opened and they could stand complete in Him. And as Your Word says, even so, come. Lord Jesus. Amen. 
If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.